hello there, terrible listeners, one and all. We are here. One and all. One and that was a that was an interesting one. There. Uh, we are here to begin a brand new campaign for this month, a campaign you voted for every month on Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Uh, Patreon supporters of any amount can vote on what game we will be playing next. There is a poll out right now for you to choose which game will be out there. The first choice is Masks, the one we're playing today, and the other three I don't know yet at the time of this recording. I will come up with that tomorrow maybe so go check that out and get involved it's so far this is the third game in a row that we have played that you have chosen which one we are going to play which is very uh, exciting for me uh so i cannot play these games alone i have surrounded myself with uh, a crack team of uh, amazing gamers and heroes who will help return us to halcyon city uh they are also, none of them were in the original two runs. Uh, we are playing with all of the materials from the new games, which means we're going to ignore most of that and mostly stick to the core game anyways. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I am here uh, returning to Terrible Warriors since uh, Tales from the Loop. Welcome back. Hello, it is me, Cassie D twenty Love Chew. We're gonna be seeing you uh, there. You got a you got a thing happening in January. I got a thing happening. Oh my gosh, the game that I'm working on, Mecha Puppers, is going to be shown off at Magfest. I'm gonna be there at yeah. at a booth. Yeah, with some cool stuff. We're trying we're trying to see about giving away some cool promotional things. I should bring my uh, I should bring my field recorder <laughs> down and meet up with everyone, and we'll yeah. record like on location. That would be at, fun. At MAGFest, that would be fun. But yeah, if you're going to MAGFest, come see me at my booth in the indie space. Come say hi. Come check out my game. I hope you like it. Yeah, so Mecha Puppers <laughs> is a tactical turn-based is a, game. It is a turn-based um, tactics RPG yeah. uh, a la like... Final Fantasy Tactics, Final Fantasy XCOM. Tactics, Disgaea... That yeah. that kind of thing, Fire Emblem, yeah. kind of similar situation. But you're adorable but puppers. You are, yeah. You're you. They're mechs that you customize, piloted by dogs. Very cute dogs from a planet of dogs. From a planet of dogs. There's a whole lore that you've yeah. built in. It's yeah. a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, gonna get, it's gonna be a mobile game, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So you don't know. We don't know yet. We're a little bit on the fence about it because originally we were making this for mobile, and now yeah, looking at, at Bravo was on an iPad. Yeah, we're we're considering whether or not we we want to turn it into just a PC game, and that would mean like refactoring a whole bunch of stuff. So we're kind of still figuring all that out. Yeah, but. We will have a very cool playable demo. It's the wonderful, scary reality <laughs> of having your development publicly open the entire time. Yeah. That you keep changing your mind. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It, but it's, some people it's... like to see how the sausage is made. So. Yeah, exactly. You get to kind of follow the de developmental process. <laughs> the developmental. The demolental. The demolental. So <laughs> figuring out how he's going to draw a demo lentil. I'm going to write down demo lentil. Demo lentil. Demo lentil. I already pictured it. It's already in my head. Please, it's like, it's just like, draw this. It's like a bean <laughs> that just blows up buildings, right? Yeah. I just picture like a big costume, like those hot dog sounds... ones with like his face coming out it's of like, it. It's like peanuts are nuts, they're lentils. Two or legumes. Bombs. Carrying one of those giant plunger detonators around yeah. at all times. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> the devil let us back. <laughs> this is why I bring you along, Neil. Awesome. <laughs> Neil Tavares of Neil T. Tattoos. Tattoo artist of the Toronto nerd scene, I suppose. Yeah. Yay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna work on that. You'll, you'll by uh, this time next year, you will have done at least one Mecha Pupper tattoo. Absolutely. Oh, dude. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh, it's dude. in your head. <laughs> give, me, give me some designs. We'll We're make it happen. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you've seen everyone here. Uh, Bree's crazy sleeves that mm-hmm. she's got. Those are all Neil. Ooh. That was, that was all Neil. Well, so, okay then. So. And then I I would hang out during some of those sessions and we would start talking tabletop games and then there was all like, can I come play too? I was like, yes, you can come play too because I like cool people and I want to play with them at the table. I just want all the nerd things. Yeah, that's really wonderful. They're all great. Gather nerds, one and all. (laughs) Oh, and gathering one one of those nerds uh, who uh, we've been playing since high school, not to age you or anything, but he's old. Uh, (laughs) Wow, geez. Just an old one and old. That's one me. and old. <laughs> yep. One and old is also going to be another All right. name. One and old. Yeah. So the, uh, this is Adam just, Luker. Uh, I was this drinking is water. My... <laughs> <laughs> it's right in the middle. Uh, this is Adam Luker here. It's my uh, third time uh, showing up at Terrible Wars. So I've completed the hat trick. Yeah. So, uh, so that's it. Now you can retire. I can retire. Sick. Go into yep. just doing commentary episodes from now on. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you'll be doing another podcast that just reviews our episodes of the podcast. Right. It's like, yeah. there's no reason. There's only like 300 people downloading this thing. You don't, this, we're not at a level that needs a, like the talking dead version of this podcast. We don't need that. But you're going to do it anyways, because that's what all retired athletes need to do is they just end up going. Yeah. Well, we did establish that I'm old, so I must be retired too. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Makes the sense. Bobby Orr of the Terrible Warriors. <laughs> Uh, and uh, the last one you were on was our last best last hope. Last best hope. Yep. Yeah. So we last saw you uh, killed, and then I think we still ejected your body into space, yep. anyways. Yeah. I'm um, the one that does all the the voices, so I'm gonna try to yeah. keep that in check this time, maybe. <laughs> Stay a bit, bit ordinary, uh, but. So you heard it right now, the first lie of the day. Um, <laughs> yeah. And joining us for the first time on this podcast, uh, but uh, not his first time on a podcast. <laughs> We have uh, rummaging through uh, sweaters in the back. I caught him off guard because now it's his turn to be introduced to the podcast. Leon, hello. Hello. I feel like I'm always off guard. Yeah. Just somehow. <laughs> It'll happen. Um, yeah. I, it's not my first time on a podcast. I, I used to co-host a now defunct Airbud podcast, which was great. And looking at the larger world of uh, the cinematic universe. If you want to hear our deep cut into that whole chat, <laughs> go to patreon.com, become a supporter, and listen to the pregame chat because we have already done that. We've mm-hmm. already gone through the whole Airbud shared you universe. You gotta keep that. It was all priceless. And keep Tommy, it all. Uh, Tommy Westfall and all that. Like, we don't have time. We're on the clock. But, but I'm also <laughs> a, a much stuff. pop culture obsessive and I love puns. Okay. Yes, actually, oh, uh, you want to have a real good time. Um, uh, become friends with Leon and, 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 and then just put show me first on Facebook and it shows up and uh, the number of times I have just like taken my screen and just shown it to other people and they just look at me like I am so mad at you right now. <laughs> Why have you so. subjected me to this? It's a blessing and a curse. It's pretty good. It's pretty good times. And uh, we are, uh, like I said, we're returning to the world of masks from Magpie Games. They've got a number of new stuff coming out, which is very exciting. Go check them out. And uh, we are... Um, We've already selected our playbooks, and uh, 
we have a couple of house cleaning things to still create some backstory on how we're together as a team and and how you got to where you are and what your relationships are to the other players. So we're going to run through that this episode and then start our story in episode two, which is normal for most of our Power by Apocalypse games. So Cassie, you picked the beacon. I did. So tell me about the beacon. The beacon. Uh, you want me to tell you about the class? Introduce the introduce the listener to your character. To my character. Yes. So not the beacon specifically, but the character yeah. within. What, the what beacon does your trading sub. card look like? Uh, so uh, my character, my hero name is Soul. Uh, she doesn't really have superpowers. She just really likes heroes and decided that she wanted to be one. Um, so. She, you know, took up archery and uh, acrobatics just so, you know, she could be useful in some sense. Um, but she she believes that problems can be solved um, by just talking it out, hugging it out, just, you know, being honest with each other. And, and you know, everybody's got a good side. You just got to pull it out of them and, and everything's going to be OK. <laughs> and we have uh, you. um uh what label did you give yourself that boost when when we started? Uh, I gave myself the label uh, mundane. Mundane, okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and have a look as we're going through. We're going to introduce. You've got some questions here on your backstory. Mm-hmm. So just give it a think through, and we're going to come to you uh, after we've said hello to the others, and then we're going to start introducing uh, to those questions. And then each of you have a when our team first came together. So I don't want to catch you off guard when it's your turn to come around. So think about what the answer to that question is. But also the order, you know, you can change that depending on if you want to bounce off other people's ideas. And then you have relationships. So we've got our first one here with Soul. So you'll want to remember everyone's names. We're going to be writing them down to connect you to other players uh, at the start. And then you have a final question about your influence. So, Neil, you are playing the Janus. Introduce I us to am, your Janus. Uh, my Janus is uh, the Boomerang Kid. Um, real name too, Aiden Asher. Uh, little kid, 12 years old, just about rounding on 13. Um, has this really super awesome AI dudded up uh, boomerang. And he has energy absorption. And he has incredible durability bone regeneration. Mm-hmm. Which is... Which is good because all that kinetic energy sometimes like exactly yeah, yeah. That, that boomerang sometimes <laughs> came back a little bit faster than it yeah. intended <laughs> exactly Ooh, ah, ah, ah. hits hits a little harder each time <laughs> you're into it though yeah and uh, Adam is playing one of the new uh, playbooks from the expansions yeah this one sounded really cool I'm playing the harbinger basically uh, a hero that's come to the present from the future um, so I'm playing a character uh, whose superhero name is Masshole. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, they have the power of of uh, summoning portals. Um, yeah, uh, uh, you can control mass. Yep. To create pockets portals. in space time to yep. allow you to travel through portals. You, you got it. Or, or 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 holes in mass. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Hence the name mass hole. Yeah. Nothing weird about you that at all. Hole. You get a hole. Yeah. You just like you just like you just like you just like opening up holes around and letting everyone like jump through your holes. Yeah. Never heard the word <laughs> holes so many times just, in a row. Yeah. Oh, very popular oh, in the future. No. Yeah. And he's got such Everybody's massive. Holes all the he time. has such <laughs> massive holes. <laughs> What do you put start in that way. anything? Put anything yeah. in the hole. Yeah, and when and you know you, you get your primary hole, and then you get your secondary hole, and you're like everyone into the b hole, and <laughs> no. it's the b hole and end hole. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't the b hole and the a hole essentially kind of the same thing? 
Yeah, I mean, they're in, the, in the future they'd become. Now one, yeah. you're thinking with portals. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst. Yep, Leon. And so we have uh, her name is Wisp, and uh, her real name is Cass Morton. And you are playing the delinquent. I am playing the delinquent, so, so a bit of a shit stirrer, yeah, troublemaker. What's that going to mean for us here? I think it's going to mean a lot of fuckery. Mm-hmm. So inside, uh, oh, and Neil, what was your label that you shifted up? My, uh, oh, uh, I, I shifted up superior. Superior. And Adam, you're uh, uh, superior uh, as well. Mass hole and wisp. Fuck, I also put up superior. Oh, you're so superior. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If anyone tries to push... If you're, if any of yours are maxed out, there is one downside to having your thing maxed out is if anyone tries to push superior again, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. So you take a condition instead. Mm-hmm. You're like, I can't be more superior yeah. than that. You want me to be more than that? I am now insecure. <laughs> and uh, don't typecast me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, we have some questions to answer. Uh, so in uh, let's uh, let's change the order around. So we're not just putting Cassie first the whole time. Um, <laughs> Leon, we'll go in reverse. What is your backstory here? You got some questions to answer? Sure. So, I mean, uh, my my powers, first of all. Oh, yes. So, so my powers are teleportation and uh, emotion control. Yes. Uh, which means I can kind of mess around with a lot of things and, like, just mess around in general. And so my backstory is I... Uh, so, yeah, your yeah. first question is how did you get your powers? So uh, it, it kind of has to do with my parents. And so my parents were, um, like, human rights lawyers for indigenous peoples um, and there was a, basically police surrounding a, a young black kid and she stepped in the way and got shot when they tried to kill this child. And like the trauma of that kind of just forced me to teleport out of there and just saw no reason to really like want to follow, like saw no justification in the law is if this is where the law gets you, then like really what's it there for? Um, what's your parents' wow. names? So my parents' names were... Um, or do we want to roll that from our Patreon list? Let's, let's roll it from Patreon. Eight. The Kohler family. Moritz Kohler. And... You have a last name, right? I do have a last name. Should I change were my you, last name? Were you adopted? Oh, no, we can change it. I'll just take their first names. We won't take their last names. Okay. okay. We got Moritz and Michael. And what was your last name? What, what, what name did you pick? Morton. Morton. Moritz Morton? Hey, I mean, you know, that's fine. <laughs> it's got a ring to it. Oh, I was writing that next to Masshole. I just gotta if you liked it, then you should have had a ring to it. <laughs> Mortz and Michael Morton, the Morton family. Oh God, they're all M's. Well, and, and if and if it was like it would have been Michael Morton, and then Moritz might not be their maiden name, right? So it might be a different name too. So it's Moritz Morton. Just is just as unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say. And then what's uh is your are you is your first name an M? Uh, no, mine's Cass. It's, it's Cass. Oh, Cass Morton. So they they, they finally broke the trend. They run at the wrong M M M M M M M M C M. It's just like we just can't do this anymore. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you witnessed you witnessed this uh, this trauma, this murder, this and it, yeah, this murder of of my mother. And so I just wait, mother it was it wasn't your mother? Like it, it was it was a. What, what were well, you... so it was it was that my like mother was shielding this black child that was going to oh, be shot okay. by yeah, police. Yeah. 
end and you teleported away? I, I, out of just like a, something broken, I teleported away and then just like lost all interest in like the actual system, like police system and stuff like that and noticed my powers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you got the next question there. That's how you, that's how you found you had your powers. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you do for fun? Oh, sorry. And I, I guess the, uh, what do I do for fun? Um, I like, I'm just, I am a delinquent. I like to stir shit. Um, whether it's like pity, thievery, or just like trying to make things difficult for other people. Uh, I have mood manipulation or like emotion manipulation. So you don't I have often... to steal anything because people just keep giving you complimentary samples. Yeah. <laughs> and I just kind of feel like I can get away with anything that like the laws as they stand don't apply to me. Yeah. Manipulate. And, uh, da, 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 da. and just so, kind of what I think just kind of fun, fun for you is just yeah. like playing with people in their their moods um, and at the same time like it, things kind of don't have the stakes in the same way that they would have because I can manipulate things so it's like I can do this but it doesn't really mean a lot to me and so, so I'm like trying to find meaning too. who outside the team thinks better of you than you do I think my father who's left remaining is like the, the only person who I ne would never use my powers on um and the person who believes in like the good in me, even though nobody like, you know, I don't necessarily believe in the good in me. Mm hmm. And uh, why do you try to be a hero then? Because no matter what I do and no matter how much shit I try and stir and, and things I try and mess up, like something, something still pulls inside of me and I don't understand it. That even though I don't necessarily believe in the law as it's written and whatnot, like just something stops me from like just being a, a villain. Like I still feel this calling to do the right thing from time to time. And I don't know why it's this bit of like, no one else is going to do a better job than you can because the whole system is failing everyone. Yep. So you might as well at least. And if I'm going to do good, up. it's not going to be within like the strict laws of the system because yep. they seem arbitrary to me. And, uh, so it just cut your mother's dead. Yep. Yes. Uh, Sorry, Patreon. <laughs> Sorry, Mortz. Hey, you know what? It happens. It's a comic book, and we yeah. all know, like, just like, like, was it? Uh, uh, you know, Uncle uh, Uncle, ben? Uncle Ben might be dead, but that doesn't mean his name isn't one of the Brand. most powerfully branded names in Marvel's history. Yep. Why do you care about this team? Well, we haven't met any of them yet, but but either way, why do you care about this team? The Beacon, the Harbinger, the uh, the Janus. I mean, they provide me an outlet to to do something, fulfill like to try and find something that means anything, right? Like uh, giving these opportunities that otherwise I wouldn't have to be like, I can be in the midst of something and like, maybe that'll ignite something in me. Like, it, it feels like my last kind of hope for, you know, maybe finding meaning. Okay. We'll ask here when our team first came together after we've answered these other questions. Uh, so Adam, uh, you have your Harbinger. I feel like I want to hold on to the Harbinger yeah, that's, because, that's because it kind of depends because on there. Because yeah. I feel like maybe this team was established and then you kind of popped yes, in from exactly. your timeline. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that myself. Um, so that's great. So uh, then we'll skip over to Neil. You're Janice. Uh, you've got a couple of questions. Um, I don't have them in front of me right now. Yeah. Uh, I got. Okay, well, uh, when did you put on your mask? Uh, first, put on your mask and why? Mm -hmm. uh, for him, since he's uh, he's still really young, I feel like it was like a year ago, 11 years old. Especially since he's a kid, I see it just as a simple bullying. And he was bullied and used his kind of like smarts and know-how to make the bully look silly. But then he saw a bigger bully in the sense of some sort of, you know, criminal, some sort of superpower or something like that. Just, uh, just laying waste to all kinds of things. And he's like, those are the kind of bullies I got to stop. 
I can't just go for these little schoolyard bullies. Um, why do you keep your secret identity? Uh, being a young little kid, I think he wants to be judged off of his accomplishments Sorry, and his intelligence. I, I, I don't want you to move on without me. I was just flipping to the page here. This one, uh, and I was like, I can still listen while he's talking. No, I can't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Why is go. it? Is it not? Oh my god! This is oh right. This was they did it in a second printing where they put the playbooks into the rule book. No, they're not actually here. Oh, they just have a page describing the Janus, but they don't have their <coughs> playbooks in here. Okay, so screw it. I just have to listen. All right. So, uh, when did you first put on that mask? Uh, I put it on when he was eleven, because he's a twelve-year-old kid. So. And why? why? Why did you first put on a mask? Uh, as I was saying, uh, he put it on because uh, he had been bullied. And um, oh, like, there we go. He'd been bullied, and uh, he used his kind of like skill and know-how to make the bully look silly. And then started seeing some of the supervillains and stuff like that, and realized that uh, these bullies of the schoolyard are small potatoes, and he needs to really stop the big ones. So. Uh, why do you keep a secret identity? He keeps a secret identity because he wants to be proved off of his accomplishments. He doesn't want to be looked at as a kid. Being so young, he always gets... I see like all of the villains kind of looking at him and being like, what, are you a child? And yes. him just being like, you know what, forget it. I'm just makes makes a mess of them kind of thing. Yeah, so whenever anyone does find out your identity, it's like a, you're just a kid. This is yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, who outside the team then knows about your dual identity? Uh, I see it as like it was one of his teachers back in school when he went to regular kids' school. <laughs> as opposed to regular. Sky High? Sky High, yeah, exactly. Uh, who thinks, well, and this teacher would have been the one who's like, you've got powers, you've got, you've got this other life, we're going to get you into Phoenix Academy. Right. And uh, sponsored you and got you in. And that's how you're able to get in without your parents knowing, which yes. is uh, ethically dubious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's okay. His dad's, his dad's a, a night shift doctor. So, you know, he's working mm -hmm. while, you know, his Son gets to do all the yeah. crime fighting. And sees boomerang kid there on the news sometimes. Wow, what a kid! Yeah, until you get hurt that one time, have to go to yeah. the ER and see him. Uh... I see. I well, see his dad is, almost being like a J. Jonah Jameson. Like he doesn't hate supers, but he doesn't like them much. Phoenix Academy can work clandestinely because they had such an issue of kids taking on alternate identities. This is like we're gonna train them, and then before you are actually out there as like a professional hero there will have to be like a moment where you'll have to let your parents know <laughs> or we keep training you until you can make that decision for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so who thinks the worst of your masked identity? So we're not talking about um, your, uh, what was, what's your real name? Aiden, Aiden Asher. Aiden Asher. And what's your dad's name? The doctor. The, uh, for it? I'm going to, Call him Aaron, because <laughs> Aaron Asher. Aaron Asher, yeah. Sounds like a heartthrob, like a teen heartthrob in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, it's actually right. It does. <laughs> was that one of the Backstreet Boys? I don't know. Or like Saved he by the Bell. A, um, he had a brief stint in the 60s as a TV doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like so that he lot. does have like, you know, people people know about Dr. Aaron Asher. <laughs> I'll That's accept this. I'll name. accept this. Dr. Doc, Sexy Doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, who 
uh, so who thinks the worst of your I, mask I think, identity? to be honest, I think just to add that extra fun bit, it'll be the dad. I think the dad, the, he he accepts supers because it's a thing of this world, but he really feels that like people should be making the difference. So dad Jonah Jameson. Yeah, dad, dad Jonah, Jonah Jameson. Jameson. And maybe not necessarily him, but because he doesn't like supers in general. He doesn't like supers, but he wants photos of Spider-Man. God damn it. Give me photos of Boomerang Kid. Uh, why, why do you care about this team? I feel like he he knows that this team is something that can help him achieve what he wants to the best way possible. He knows that he can do a lot of the good saving and all the good work on his own, but it's going to be not even remotely as effective. Yeah. He, he needs a he needs a team to kind of make sure that it's being done the right way. We have the beacon next. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so uh your uh, beacon is a hero named Soul. Have you come up with a, a real name yet? Yeah. Uh yeah. so my real name is uh Larissa Prince. Larissa thank you. Prince. Thank you to uh to patron Stephen Prince, I borrowed your last name. He's a good salty boy. <laughs> our favorites. Well, my no, our favorite one salty. Of, is, one of is one of my favorite kid. salty boys. <laughs> salt luck kid. No one calls you that. Um, I really, if we go back to Dogs in the Vineyard next month, uh, I need to come up with the like the Salt Lake Kid successor. Of, the, yeah, the, of, the, the the person that's just gonna be like, ugh, man, can't wait to just shoot that you guy. dead in the final moment. <laughs> Um, he's the worst. So Beacon, uh, yeah. you don't have any superpowers, I but do you do have, have skills. I do have skills. You got skills. Skills to pay them bills. Uh, with a Z. Uh, <laughs> how did you get your skills? Uh, I got them through training. Like I took classes, essentially. Just sort of like classes in uh, archery and in... Um, I guess acrobatics would be kind of like I just I took some like gymnastic classes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was just like I can do flips and stuff. YouTube tutorials. Yeah. YouTube tutorials. Play a lot of <laughs> play a lot of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Watch really all them parkour the, videos. Yeah. Parkour videos. Yeah, no, I I took some I took a bunch of classes and like spend a lot of time in, in like one of those parkour gyms and stuff like that. And yeah. yeah. So does that your mean, background like, is training montages? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or flash dance plays. Like <laughs> Both. Both of those things. So this is something then that you really like, you wanted and you were planning for. Like, yeah. I'm going to do this, but I'm going to have to work for it and I'm going to have to pay for it and, yep. uh, uh, and, and, and put in all this time and energy where some of these others, they just, they just have, like the delinquent didn't do anything to yeah. be their character. They just are, yeah. right? And, but like, and instead even of being... to a degree, as much of an inventive person as Boomerang Kid mm -hmm. is, they still had a bit of like just a natural um, uh, savantness that didn't, yeah. they didn't have to go to school to learn how to do what they were doing. They just knew how to do it. Yeah. And, 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 and Larissa kind of, instead of being all like kind of bitter about it, she's just like kind of like in awe. She's fascinated. She's like, wow. Mm -hmm. You got that? That's so cool! Can you show me? Show me the thing. That's awesome! Like we we're talking so. <laughs> between uh, the pregame and this episode about um, uh, Midoriya from My Hero Academia has a book yeah. that he keeps of all the stats <laughs> and numbers and rankings of all the like pro heroes mm -hmm. and like how they might match up against each other. And yeah, Larissa's sounding a little bit like that kind of a yeah. superhero. Um, 
superhero otaku. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit of that or a little bit of uh, KO from OK KO as yeah. well. He's very much like, oh, I got to get that hero's trading card. And like he lives in like a town where like literally everybody is heroes. Yeah. So he's just like. You're just walking like around getting... Halcyon and you're like, this is the best. Look, at there's a rampaging monster in the street. Go get him. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Right. So he's just like collecting trading cards of like people who are just in town. Yeah. So when did you first put on your costume? So, so what sometime... does your costume look like again? So my costume, if you can, if you think of like, it's, it's like, um, it's like a little bit of like a kind of short kind of spandex like bodycon dress kind of like what starfire wears in mm-hmm. like team titans kind of thing it's it's like purple with a gold trim and like a big red heart in the middle of the chest <laughs> no, <I love> it. <laughs> uh and oh and like a big like pink scarf <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah so um so she first put on her costume uh like after she'd like taken a bunch of training and she's like i'm ready i'm ready i gotta find somebody to help and and suddenly it's like she hears like a small child like help my kitten is stuck in the tree <laughs> and she's like i can help with that and she puts on the costume and like acrobats her way up the tree and then <laughs> gets the kitten back down nice so that's the first time she put it on yeah all those parkours it really worked all those parkours hardcore so parkour who outside <laughs> of the team thinks that you shouldn't be a superhero Kind of almost basically everyone. Everyone who trained you for sure. Like you're you're there in the gym, maybe working yeah. with a trainer, going like, No. No, this is good to have, but, but like don't it's like you're too soft. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like, you know, I guess But in particular everybody let's doubts invent my ability. One kind of NPC though who really like doubts them loudest. Sure, sure. Uh uh Want me to roll a number? Uh, yeah. Another D20, uh, D6 there? Let's do it. Roll me roll me an NPC. Uh, I have a... Uh, oh, I actually already rolled that number, so I'm going to move up. Is um, is another hero then? It'll be the Silver Wolf. Oh, man. <laughs> who's like uh, like this animal-themed hero. Yeah. And, uh, you know, wears like... like, uh, like Let's just go with wolf pelts. Let's yeah. just like go for <laughs> it. Wolf with a wolf like, like, like a head, head on and, and stuff. Yeah. And it's just, it's really problematic. And um, <laughs> yeah. and Silver Wolf is another like acrobatic kind of hero. Mm-hmm. And maybe one of these like kitten rescues, you're out there later on. And there's this just like shove out of the way, kid. You shouldn't be here. You have no powers, no <laughs> abilities, no power set. And yeah. you're getting in my way. Yeah. And you're going to put us all in danger you're just being a jerk just a yeah. big old jerk and so you you have one <laughs> of the one of the adult heroes who's um not like overpowered like he's definitely one of those like dealing with street crime like the netflix marvel heroes mm-hmm. who's uh getting like there there is no there is no room for you bystander yeah and actually he keeps it's referring like, doing, keeps kid? referring to like, you as bystander yeah out of the way Ooh. bystander Ooh. yeah yeah um, like, I feel like that's a cuss so, word for a hero. Yeah. Okay. Man, but but like but 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 Soul is the kind of hero who's just like, you know what? We're gonna be friends one day. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Naive. <to the> end. <laughs> why? Uh, why do you try to be a hero? Because she sees all of the bad things and all of the hurt in the world and just wants to fix it. 
Wholesome. So wholesome. Um, and then the last question, why do you care about this team? Because they're my friends. <laughs> and we're trying to do this good stuff Friendship together. Magic. <laughs> my little pony. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this pink bubblegum of wholesomeness in this room of uh, very like low-key, dark-color-schemed characters. Oh, my Except God, for my characters yeah. Kirby. He's got a lot of colors going on. <laughs> I feel like he's got a little bit, yeah, got a There's little bit of There's this whole bit where, like, you him. know, the fans who read this comic are going, like, you know, there was this bit where they were like, we really need to get this other audience to listen in. So let's make... <laughs> <laughs> are you saying she's the poochie? <laughs> or just like uh, the um, the, yeah the the when they brought in um, Chekhov into the original Star Trek into season two, it was because there wasn't enough young people watching the show, so they got this sixteen-year-old to be on the bridge of the Enterprise. That's what Chekhov was supposed to be like—the young teen heartthrob <laughs> on the show. Make no sense. So that was the oh, reason so they put Chekhov in was to put a youthful energy into okay. the show. So uh, oh. proto Wesley. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, neither of those work. Uh, and then last but not least, we have our Harbinger. Um, sure. If you want to pass Reach that over. Oh, I have them all on there, actually. Uh, yeah, I just said, well, fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> give that, give that technology away from me. Thank you. <laughs> so how did you travel from the future to the present day? Because the Harbinger is from the future. Uh, we, we described in the last, in our pregame. Uh, you're from the future and you know how things turn out. You came back with a mission to make sure that history changes for the better. But things are scrambled. Your memory is not quite right. You're not sure how this present becomes your future. So until you can figure it out, you might as well do what good you can, where you can, all the while trying to connect the dots between your world and this one. So how did uh, Mass Hole um, travel <laughs> from the future to the present day? Uh, Mass Hole um, was basically swept up in a uh, dark matter hurricane uh so out of his control he is in the the past essentially what keeps you from returning to the future uh the fact that it's a yeah it was uh, out of your control it's out of my control yeah it's it's, it it was a uh a solar event perfect uh why are your memories and knowledge of the future scrambled um when masshole came back to the past uh he basically had to recompile himself um, like he was not how he left essentially. And basically the physical body is now back together. Um, but mentally things are still kind of having to, uh, work their way back into their, their pieces. What is the most important part of your future that you want to avert? Um, so the whole idea I think with this character is that there's the, the, the future is not very nice. Um, so the concept I kind of came up with, uh, with Masshole is, um, basically there's a global blackout in the future there's no electricity as of like a large emp or some natural event happened where there's like there's no electricity basically it's like the stone age again um so uh yeah so basically uh coming back into the past maybe to hopefully prevent that from happening why must you join this team specifically to achieve your mission's goals you're the only one who doesn't get the why do i care about this right. team this is why do you care about this team but what is the reason what I think is kind of cool about um, the team that um, has been being put together here, it seems like uh, they're not standard, like, punch em ups kind of. Everybody seems like um, they're, they're smart and caring and that sort of thing. Even so, the delinquent. Even they the delinquent, just won't admit right, it. Right. Um, so I, I think it's maybe a situation where um, Masshole realizes, like, well, History violence is not going to. This was a trio. 
Yeah. And now mass holes come in and right. make it a four yeah. person team. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think this this team seems to think differently than a regular superhero team. They'll break kind the of cycle. Gathering. Yeah. So I think maybe, you know, with this team in particular, because they're so unique, uh, this might be, you know, so when our, together. When our team first came together, we averted disaster from the future's history books. What was the disaster? What effect do we hope it had on the timeline? So this... we're starting with you on this question and letting everyone else fill in from it. Yeah. So when our team first came together, mm -hmm. so this is also like how you potentially introduced yourself right. to this trio, you averted disaster from the future's history books. Yeah. So was it a dark and stormy night? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm willing. Uh, anybody at the table has some idea of some kind of situation that had uh, popped up that needed solving. Does anybody have anything in the mind? What was the crisis that brought us together? Uh, I mean, movies really love like big sky holes. <laughs> okay. So it could be some sort of like sky hole that needs to fix it. I mean, it was in Justice League. It was in Avengers. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it could be some sort of threat coming from above a city and we're like, we can do it. What if the storm that brought you back was one of other storms that were like coming into our timeline that created that future and you just simply being here and the disaster being your arrival, mm -hmm. but their rescue of you. That sounds great. Right. And, uh, and that's sort of, you know, you're able to already stop one of these, these storms, right. From, from creating the effect. And you're just hoping that like, if you, if you just plug enough of these holes, mm. then the, 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 you know, the energy crisis that is in your future yeah. might not happen. And that's right. like the best idea you've got right now. Yeah. That sounds great. So essentially his own arrival. Because <laughs> since your arrival was out of your control, what if that yeah. storm was always going to happen? Exactly. Exactly. You just going back wasn't. Right. Yeah. No, I think that sounds great. So then uh, moving to Cassie, yep. uh, you have, when our team first came together, Um, the beacon. We found signs. Oh, I should do these in order of this list. Um, so the Janus. When our team first came together, we saved the life of someone important, either to the city or to us. Who was it, and why are they important? So there was this big storm, this dark matter hurricane, that uh, opened up a sky hole, and that's where our harbinger falling out also like recompiling like phasing in and like it was maybe not entirely lucid at the time and there's like weird futuristic impossible clothing globular um, mat, uh, mats and uh, and you were able to work together the three of you to um uh to patch up this this tear and um and and and, and prevent you know real disaster from happening uh, and meanwhile you saved someone's life uh someone important either to us to you or to the city as a whole who did you save uh, i mean i'm coming up mostly blank with the exception of maybe some sort of like mayor or something of that particular yeah. town we have uh, a number of characters we've invented now uh your dad aaron asher yeah. um silver wolf the uh the superhero with the chip on their shoulder um, the teacher uh, that we haven't named yet that um, got you into Phoenix Academy. Did this happen at the Academy? Um, uh, Michael Morton, uh, the uh, uh, Wisp's father, and uh, the lawyer. Still the lawyer? 
still, still a lawyer. A lawyer. And, um, and, and, and Masshole doesn't have anyone. <laughs> no, no. They, they stayed behind. So we got a couple of NPCs already that have been invented that we could have saved one of those, or we can bring in someone new as well. Um, that teacher we never named, uh, we should give them a name. Uh, the um, one who's got your back. We'll call her, uh, I'll go after him. You have a, You want to roll for one, or I can make up roll. one? I'm always up for that. Uh, uh, 13. Uh, Amos is the, the last name, and Robert Amos is the full name. Okay. Professor Amos, uh, you know, teacher Robert Amos. Is that sounds work? good. That sounds Robert good to Amos. me. Maybe it was one of those situations. Um, uh, maybe, uh, like you, maybe he saved got, the life the of his own. Yeah, maybe he you saved the life of his own. Stop falling debris. Like yeah. any of those. Maybe he saved the life of his own kind of teacher, and it was witnessed, kind of a thing. Or no, because we're supposed to be an established team at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Could have just been that simple area. I think this is like our formal. No, this moment. was this, this was, was this yeah. was when our team first came together, oh, right? This okay. was the moment that so, yeah, established so that could your be team, it, right? Then. This is where you first met the Harbinger, and you all kind of worked together for and like, hey, we're a good team. We yeah. should stick together after this. Maybe it was this like was, in the main heart of like a large city. The the teacher kind of was with with Aiden at like a, a field trip. Like, yeah, like a field trip, and he's like, you know, you got to be better about this. And I, I think we I think we got a lot of options and. Sky hole. Yeah, and you pull out your boomerang and you toss it yeah. and knock some like live wires. Some stuff out of around a big, huge kind of like thing is about to fall on. Use the kinetic energy to ricochet it off away from his teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that. And so you saved the teacher's life, the one who's vouching for you. It's like, see, this is why yep. you're gonna be great at what you should do. Um, the delinquent. However, we totally broke some rules to win the fight. What rules did we break? Whose rules were they? So your your <laughs> class is on a field trip when a dark matter hurricane portal hole opens up and uh, at a real mass hole just falls from the sky. And uh, uh, in the process, the uh, boomerang kid like pushes the teacher out of the way or st- stops some debris and saves their life. And Robert Amos is there. And, and this thing is opening up, though. And there is just like the ceiling is falling and the T-Rex is going over. And it's just because all of our opening <coughs> origin stories always happen at the Museum of Natural History. And, uh, <laughs> and so there just, we go. <laughs> things are going down now. And the, there's the janitor, you know, probably cameo by Stan Lee. And it was, uh, <laughs> oh, no, not again. It's the ceiling coming down and it's um uh where uh uh in order to save the day though we had to break some rules what were they and whose rules were they um so i'm gonna think there's like i'm very like anti-authoritarian and that kind of thing um maybe in order to save them like had to like teleport a civic monument kind of thing or something of like you know that the the city was really invested in as part of their civic pride and had to use that to divert like this explosion from the storm and whatnot <laughs> to save the life. And so like in doing so, like, like undermining, some sort of monument. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just completely to completely gone. destroy oh, it. So that this, sounds this a whole so lot good. Of property damage. Yeah. yeah but basically of <laughs> something that like meant a lot to the city to a lot of people. And for was kind of like, Hey, how about I can fuck you at the same time? Do you want to use like one of like, the original like, heroes of the city or something like that? Oh, that'd be good. Like some, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> Um, it was, uh, there was, uh, yeah, like the first, like the first, the first hero. There we go. Here we are. Uh, another, um, 
none of these are really names. Uh, so I'm just going to go right to Quad. Uh, Captain Quad. And it was Captain Quad's, like, helmet and shield and, and like, original cape. And it was and all like preserved. Captain America type And it was all, all kind of there. Kind of like the way the Star Spangled Banner is preserved in that real cool dark room at the Smithsonian. Mm-hmm. And it's there. And, and, and you just, like, sucked the whole room up and away. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of burning a flag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, shit. Yeah, but to, wow. like, make room for people to escape and get out. It's like, we don't need this. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> threw it away. <laughs> We're like, what? Huh? There, we got an escape. We got an emergency exit. I like it. Uh, Very good. And so then last, uh, we have the beacon in our list. Uh, The first time our team got together, we found signs that this incident was just the start of something bigger. That actually worked really well. What were the signs? Uh, (laughs) The the appearance of, of Masshole. He 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 was there. He came back, and or he or he came here and was just like, something really terrible is going to happen, and we need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I kind of like like these, these dark matter hurricanes. Now it's like it's almost. You ever watch Fringe? And all the fringe events start happening on the other side, and yeah, it's like, yeah. it, and whenever those like they're like black holes appearing in the Hudson Bay, and there's like we don't. It's going to destroy our world one day. It's going to rip everything apart. Like your YouTube threads on how to like do your skills and stuff. You found some that were like weird kind of anomalies. And like, well, I guess I'll watch a couple of those in between my parkour yeah. videos. <laughs> your your answer worked out in that it just threaded very neatly into everyone's backstory. Mm-hmm. But like as the beacon, I mean, you're uh, you're no you're not a dull knife in the in 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 the drawer here. You you're like this this isn't the first storm and it's not going to be the last Mm -hmm. and um uh there's something something bigger is coming and i guess (laughs) we got that sign right there (laughs) storm (laughs) is coming so uh storms are coming storm Um, from x-men's coming whoa (laughs) that's such a a good uh, progressive move um (laughs) don't look at me i haven't kicked my legs back to my body yet (laughs) so now uh to, to wrap up this episode uh relationships each of you has a connection to another uh, to at least two other players here at the table. Um, so, Neil, we'll start with you first. Uh, you have, just just read out what your lines are. Um, well, we got that one. So the relationship. So, yeah. So uh, this person knew uh, the civilian life first. I, I picked uh, Soul, actually. Yeah? I picked uh, Laura. Uh, the empathy. You're like, you can see right through the mask. You're very mm. good at piercing someone's mask. And going like, oh, hey. We're in class together. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're that little weird kid, aren't you? <laughs> don't tell anybody. Get away. Stop. Uh, Get away. You don't know me. Yeah. And you refuse to tell uh, Wisp your secret identity when they asked. Because I feel like you being that delinquent, he, he doesn't trust you all that yeah, much. Yeah, you just end up posting it on Reddit. Yeah. He's like, this girl, this girl means Identity mean of Boomerang things. Kid revealed. Yeah. Yeah, and you would like... Maybe you're you keep like trolling uh, Doctor uh, 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 Doctor Asher with um, with fake tips and pictures of Boomerang's whereabouts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, bring me pictures of Boomerang. <laughs> He's starting like this foundation, this fund to like bring Boomerang Kid to justice. Like he has him, like, so like, CC'd like, in the emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. CC'd in like emails. You have a blog. Well, you know how like Peter Parker kind of sells pictures of himself yep. to J. Joe Jameson. Well, Boomerang's not doing that, but. Wisp is totally <laughs> taking <laughs> it's a market opportunity. 
If you don't, I will. <laughs> like the Great. National Enquirer. Is he really a child? So, Delinquent, what's your, uh, what's your relationship uh, statements here? Uh, so you keep trying to impress. Um, I think I'm actually going to uh, keep trying to impress. Um, soul. Soul. Um, if because there's, there's something that's kind of pure the about Prince soul. Prince of soul. <laughs> the Prince of soul. <laughs> and like despite all my like delinquency and like yeah. shit disturbing and that kind of thing, like I, that part of me kind of wants to do good, mm-hmm. you know, and. And I see someone so fully embody that and it kind of, it pisses me off, but I can't help but kind of want a little bit of that for myself. I want to understand what it's like to be that like pure and, and forthcoming. Mm-hmm. And what is uh, the second line? So you and, um, you and Masshole pulled an awesome, if illegal stunt together. <laughs> um, well, that was the... Um, uh, the teleporting and like disposing of the the civic. Okay. Oh, well, then sure. Sure. Now you know, you just keep yeah. doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like like you don't have any have idea no of like social. Yeah. You don't care. Yeah. And, and, like, and you're just taking. Like, oh yeah, in 2018, you can absolutely just move parked cars with portals all the time. That's yeah. okay. But also like because my parents were like indigenous rights lawyers, I've got this whole thing about like you know we need to pull down the monuments. Okay, love oh, it. Oh, I like that. I like love that. It. That's awesome. And yeah, and you just don't have the social no, context of yeah, no getting involved. In. Of this, like so as far like, as you're concerned, yeah. Wisp sure, is yeah, absolutely thing, like above excellent. board. Like you're such yep. a model citizen, Wisp. <laughs> you do uh, such great things. Who wow. me? <laughs> little old me. <laughs> <laughs> so then, moving then into Harbinger, what are your relationship questions? Uh, my first question is: Blank turns away from the hero's path according to your history books. You have to prevent that from happening. I think. It's such a perfect fit for Soul to be that person. Ooh. So in the future, the way I know Soul is that you aren't this hero, which I think works so great because you're so of this team. So you're taking you are the, the most. You're actually taking anybody. the innocent playbook, but flipping it around there, where kind of. like Soul's future isn't what Soul thinks it's oh, going to be. Right. So cool. That's exactly. Cool. Yeah. Um, There's that bit when you and uh, you don't remember much from your future, no. but when you first met Soul, you were afraid. Like, like, oh God, I'm meeting like. Voldemort when he was Tom Riddle, <laughs> right? And there's this, that's, what? That's and awesome. everyone else is like, it. Soul? Exactly. Her? Yeah. That is so good. <laughs> that, that, that sweet little, like, pink <laughs> puff cake is, is gonna, no, no. you're wrong, Harper. Like, 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 sorry, yeah. masshole, you're, you've got the wrong person. You're like, no, I got, I, I gotta keep her on the path. <laughs> I gotta make sure she follows through. Um, Interesting. So a little side eye. Yeah. Uh, and the second one is you've always idolized blank, but it's too awkward to admit it to them now that you've met them in real life. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. I'm going to choose the uh, boomerang kid for this um, because, as I said, the future that Maswell is used to, electronics don't exist. So seeing you, it's like, oh, my God, like you are you are, you know, electricity and That's technology cool. and everything. Yeah, like, there's but also I imagine in your future, because you do have this like impossible outfit and stuff and powers that superpowers have Filled in the gap of I the loss so. of technology, exactly. right? Yep. So without any like industry and electricity and technology, you have people using their powers to sustain and provide and yep. still have a society. But it's it's all powers now. Yes, exactly. And it's almost like it's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons Fourth Edition <laughs> with like floating <laughs> crystals and crap. No, just... Yeah. So yeah, I think I think the boomerang kids is just the bee's knees, but I can't admit it. Also, he's probably younger than me too, so it's kind of <laughs> weird if I'm like. But time travel, though, yeah. you're also like a thousand years yeah, yeah. yet to be born, yep. so you're definitely younger than all of them. <laughs> so, 
Um, cool, cool. I, I like, I've got this whole map here. I'm going to start making some quick dots. I'm going to connect between episodes. Um, the last bit you have here is a question about influence. Um, we didn't get to my relationships. Oh, yes, yeah, so we didn't. Yeah, you're right. Right. Sorry, we're just doing them out of order. Uh, uh, Beacon, you have two relationship questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one is... You're just um, involved in so many of them. That... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think someone is awesome, and I take every chance I get to hang out with them, and that person is Boomerang Kid. Of course it is. Yeah, it is. Because I'm, I'm just so like fascinated with like, oh, man, you're so young, but you're so talented. Wow. So talented. So smart. Whoa. Like... <laughs> So you got this little fan group going on here between uh, <laughs> between Mass Hold and Soul, Mass Soul. Mass uh, Soul. <laughs> just uh, is that their shipping? That's that's their shipping. Oh no, <laughs> oh, no. it's it's done. It's canon. The oh, internet's no. gonna have it. Oh, uh, man. Both being like, show us their cool invention, and you're like, I got this little like little robot raven that I made <laughs> last night. Oh, it's so great. That's great. And what's your second sentence? And then the other one is, I have to prove myself to someone before I can, before I can feel like a real hero. Mm. And that person is Wisp. That's um, kind of funny. Yeah, because it it's could just also like, be Silver Wolf. You you are allowed to connect them to NPCs if you want to, but I do love that you've all yeah. connected to other players. No, for sure. I think Wisp is a good fit because like Wisp is like, I don't know. I imagine that because of the way she's kind of like, oh, I wish that I could have a little bit of that. She's like kind of a jerk to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's just, and, and, and so, so you keep trying to impress yeah. the beacon and the beacon is, what was the exact phrasing? You, you've got to prove yourself you've got to, to keep wisp proving. So it's like, you, keep, you can feel like a real I, I'm hero. on this pedestal now. So I have to like earn this expectation that wisp keeps trying to impress upon me and i and i would never admit either like obviously i would never admit that like i'd look up to you in any way or that like i'm trying to like impress you with my antics like too proud as an observer you seem to be someone who has uh you know you've got these powers you got these things and you see a society collapsing and then you see this other person who has no powers and is choosing all of this stuff for the right reasons in a society that seems to be driven eventually will be entirely driven by people with powers not without um that you know, some of these heroes don't really like they're not in it for the right reasons they're just in it because they shoot lasers out of their eyes mm-hmm. so that's just you're going to be a hero now and or or you can fly so obviously you're going to be a hero now and if you get something flashy you become a hero but that doesn't make you a hero that just makes you someone who can fly mm-hmm. and so it kind of the whole system gets kind of corrupted from that pride um soul isn't bringing any of that soul is training and working hard and wants to be in it and you're like Oh, okay. I'm this sure might probably, actually redeem your faith in humanity. <laughs> I'm sure it probably reminds me of my parents and my dead mother. 100%, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Oh, no, and you get the maternal <laughs> father <laughs> they never had. <laughs> Mommy issues. <laughs> Mommy issues. We're like the same age. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter. It's all about... I'm emotionally stunted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you're Bruce Wayne here. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Every every person Bruce Wayne ever dates is just trying to fill the gap of I didn't have parents. Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you learn that name? I understand English. <laughs> okay. Um we have the influence last step. And then uh and then and then uh, check off your moves uh and then we're done. Um Beacon, you've been going last a lot, so I'll let you go first here. Cool. So under influence says you are so excited to be here 
give influence over uh, over you to three of your teammates. And oh. I only have three teammates. Excellent. So, so. everyone, <laughs> just you got a little blank space on your playbook. Just write down that you do have, like, anywhere, just so you know, you have influence over soul. Uh, and it doesn't stack. There's no points. Uh, Monster Hearts and a few others, you collect strings. You can collect more than one. This is, you either have it or you don't, and you do. So w- you do have a basic move where you can use your influence you can cash that in to shift soul stats around mm-hmm. now that you have it so all of you already have the ability to influence soul um which makes sense for the beacon the beacon mm-hmm. should you know be influenced by the other people who have powers um neil uh you look up to your teammates they seem to have the superhero thing figured out give two of them influence over you i chose being the two that have superpowers um wisp and masshole uh, sorry what was the phrase again um <clears throat> you you look up to your teammates uh they seem to have this superhero thing figured out give two of them influence over you and i'm kind of thinking of that scene where they you know ripped a hole in the yeah in the yeah museum they, kind of they're thing. very like, they're wow very you, flashy i they're... just saved a person you got a whole bunch out like, yeah they're they're very silver agey yeah. in terms of their power <laughs> use it's it's yeah. pretty great um and uh i was just looking over at our discord channel right now uh I like to think Captain Quad uses super mathematics as his power. Oh, man. <laughs> that would be so good. Well, and also, like, you know, obviously, like, everything was, like, the quadcopter and the quad oh, cycle God. and, like, yeah. you know, the quad cave. And it's just, Has, like... like, massive quads like a cyclist? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, well, that's what it is. He's, like, big into mathematics well, and an leg day. And leg day. <laughs> and leg day. I just want to point out that freaking... The mathematician class in, in Final Fantasy Tactics is stupid broke. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> just, like, That's real true. stupidly powerful. Picture so, you know, like, math power. I totally Don't picture, like, Doctor Strange, it. but just, like, equations in the air. Like. <laughs> a Krogan yes. with I all know the talk the of answer. quads. You're Russell Crowe in a beautiful mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sketching, like, protractors and words. <laughs> All right, so just one of it. his <laughs> weapon is a big protractor sword. <laughs> it was just a measuring stick, uh, me- measuring measuring tape whip. And, <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh no. man! And we desecrated <laughs> his like his remnants. And then, it, and then at the very end of it, always staying cool, kids. It's always like a message doing like those GI Joe PSAs. Yep. yep. All right, pork chop sandwiches. I'm a computer. Your influence. Oh my god, it's Buzz Lightyear. Every member of your team has the power to change the future. Your future. Give everyone influence over you. Hooray! Oh, oh so cool. everyone. So there's a lot of influence going around this table. Oh, yeah. This is great. Well, I know everybody here is, is very, very important for how things are going to turn yeah. out. So yeah, they these are the ones. They're in the books. They're in yeah. the history books. And finally, uh, our delinquent. Uh, you care way more than you let on. Give three teammates influence over oh, you. Oh wow! So you oh, all wow. are like emotionally invested in each other. Like, <laughs> Just become whoa. a soap opera. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Break a high. Yeah, into it. Break a sky high. Mm. Wow, breaker high. That's one I have not heard of in a very, very long time. So, so yeah, you're the only one who doesn't have 
influence yeah. over me and then yeah. every, all the rest of us basically have influence over that's okay mm. <laughs> <laughs> the rift begins oh, the weak no. link in the chain where the there it is that's be. where you go wrong <laughs> that's it that was it that was it was that it was that it was that lack of influence <laughs> why won't senpai notice me <laughs> i'll show them all and that heart on your chest goes black <laughs> and it never changes and it again and like cracks oh. yeah. you just go you suffer like some hard blow to that and it cracks and you're like ah and you turn it's your you moment of turning yeah. <laughs> yeah. you branch out on your own and become yeah. solo <laughs> oh. no I was gonna say it, it, it deep into the soul patch Oh no! Oh Gosh. no! We need it's we even need worse. Oh, yeah. no. We need another artist, not me. We need another artist out there to write the comic. Uh, there we are, heart of the soul. So the uh, we we have uh, you you've got some choices here for your moves. We don't have to. Uh, if you want to just check them off real quick and tell me what they are. Um, everyone's got like slightly different rules for how your moves are. Some are chosen in advance. You get one and you're only checking another. So just read and it'll say in parentheses how many you're picking and then just check it off. Uh, and, uh, and don't overthink it because uh, they're all awesome. Um, and uh, some will give you probably help lean you towards that play style you were hoping for. I know the beacon wants to be less combat oriented, so there's definitely going to be moves there that are dealing more with engaging with people and talking and provoking and influencing over using brute force. And uh, uh, once anyone has any, just uh, in any order, uh, just just let me know what you picked. Uh, with Masshole, yeah. um, I picked, uh, you haven't learned you can't, sorry, you haven't learned you can do that yet. When you tell a teammate about a new, never-before-performed trick that they've never considered, spend a team from the pool to allow them to unleash their powers, directly engage a threat, or defend someone using your superior as if it was their label. Any costs or complications from their move affect you as well. Cool. So essentially that can be like, oh, no, listen, I know you don't think you can do this, but believe me, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. Yes. Yeah, so you're you're a spoiler alert. Yeah, basically. Actually, that would have been a great name for your hero, Har- Harbinger. Instead of Masshole, just be spoiler alert. <laughs> you just go wear a big exclamation mark as your uniform. Yeah. Uh, and my second move I'm choosing is 21st century studies. When you assess the situation, you may always ask, "Quote: What does the future know about this moment?" Even on a miss, you take plus one ongoing to act on the answers. So it's oh, gonna be yeah. putting you in this uh, on the spot there, yeah. Right, Justin. Yeah. Well, and you've given you've painted a really clear picture that this is a distant future that uh, kind of looks back at this time the way we look back at the Roman Empire. Yeah. So there's a lot of misinformation yep. too. So it'll be like, what does what does the future know about this? Oh well, CDs were obviously used as a sustainable food source. <laughs> 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 Cracker discs <laughs> and, 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 and digital music came along And there was a great famine of CDs Yeah, people liked to ingest their music yeah. <laughs> Cool, um, I've got mine ready So for my delinquent moves I have Mary Contrary When someone tries to pierce your mask Comfort or support you Or provoke you You can interfere Roll superior On a hit they take minus two on their roll On a 10 plus You also take influence over them Or clear a condition on a miss, they get a 10 plus no matter what they rolled and you mark a condition of your choice. So I can like manipulate people and stuff quite well. But then like if it fails, like I'm not emotionally balanced and I don't know how to handle that. So yeah. I just kind of like falter to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have criminal mind. 
When you assess the situation, you can always ask one of the following questions, even on a miss. What here is useful or valuable to me? How could I best infuriate or provoke this person? And what's the best way in or way past? Yeah. So, yeah. So you can just be like, what's the best way? Well, you could pants them. but it's also like knowing how to like shit on people and like you know infuriate or provoke them and just like yeah like like, could you have created an exit that didn't destroy quad's original uniform yes yeah but this was more fun Mm -hmm. this way because now no one's gonna forget that you were the one that rescued them oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) by doing that thing by doing that thing by erasing a priceless relic of the founding of the city and lastly i have are you watching closely when you mislead distract or trick someone you get your role plus superior on a hit they are fooled at least for a moment on a 10 plus choose three on a seven to nine choose two of the following things you get an opportunity you expose a weakness or flaw you confuse them for some time or you avoid further entanglement on a miss you're hopelessly embroiled in it and under pressure mark a condition okay uh, and uh, the last two uh, players. Um, you want to go? Go ahead. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I chose uh, no powers and not nearly enough training. Uh, you're always picking up new gear to keep yourself in the game. Whenever you pick up a new piece of gear, you can write it in as a new ability if this line is empty. They gave me a little line mm-hmm. on the sheet. The first time you use each piece of gear to directly engage a threat, unleash your powers or defend someone, you can roll plus mundane instead of the normal label. Cool. So I'm always like picking up, just like, oh, here's a new like- Yeah, here's a landmine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just flying around. Here's a new kind of smoke bomb. It's way more like- Yeah, yeah exactly. Way, way more effective than the last one. Like, wow, that's yeah, so Yeah, you're cool. picking off like picking things up, like, that yeah. the, the villains are dropping in the fights. And you're like, oh, I'm going to use them oh, against man. them. Yeah. That'd yeah. Be awesome. Turn it away. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Yeah. And then I also picked won't let you down. When you help a teammate, you can spend two out of the team pool to add plus two to their roll. Awesome. Awesome. And then there's this <laughs> bit at the bottom. What's that for? There's an additional section of moves. I can't see it too clearly. Oh, here. Drives. drives? Yeah. Am I the only person who gets these? Yeah. yeah. There's a unique to the beacon. Oh, okay. Um, so drives. Choose four drives to mark at the start of play. When you fulfill a marked drive, strike it out and choose one. Mark potential, clear a condition, take influence over or take influence over someone involved. So drives help give you a leg up to make up for the fact that you don't have powers like the rest of them. Mm-hmm. It gives you something to go towards. So it's like, oh, I can't really help this because I can't teleport and move and fly and do all that kind of stuff. Look to the drives instead. And uh, they can give you something to do when you're up on that floating island and you're just Hawkeye with a bunch of arrows going, I don't know what to do. Oh, I'll save someone. And um, uh, and then that allows you to generate um, experience, potential, uh, potentially at a faster rate than other players. Yeah. To help you get you stronger and more up to um, being on the same level as the rest of them. Because that's the beacon is always kind of one step behind, right? Just because of their disadvantage of not having innate powers yeah um so this is interesting as well right underneath that when your four marked drives are all struck out choose and mark four new drives when all drives are struck out change playbooks retire from the life or become a paradigm of their paragon of the city yeah so So that's like if i clear every single one of these on the list i get to like 
you get to change be, you get to into, become a hero yeah. right and at this point like the beacon is robin but batman isn't a beacon right like yeah batman doesn't have any powers but he's so accomplished that it doesn't matter anymore right mm-hmm. and you can transfer into another playbook and you can be a legacy or a protege or any of those things right that also don't you still don't have powers yeah but you're not defined as a beacon anymore yeah right so that's cool so i got to there's a lot of very interesting so ones you, you're here. the one that gets like little mini quests yeah that you can check off so you don't have to you don't even have to tell us what you're picking either right just go ahead and, and select those uh, right. on your time and then when they're checked off you can tell me i did this and I go, good job. <laughs> I just I just want to read a couple of these because I think oh, some sure. of these are really, really funny. Um so one, one of them one of them says make out with a teammate. With <laughs> with <laughs> It's just like what? <laughs> um but like, you know, a lot of these are really standard. It's like lead the team successfully in battle, um, take down a threat all on your own. Get a new costume. I mean, Robin is always macking it up with someone, <laughs> especially when in Teen Titans it's Dick Grayson. Yeah, then like that, that he is just a playboy. It is just <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm gonna choose four of these and, and okay, we'll, great. We'll get back to that. And then last, we have our Janice. You get power moves too. I do. I picked Game Face. When you commit yourself to save someone or defeat a terrible enemy, mark a condition and take plus one ongoing to all roles in direct pursuit of that goal. At the end of any scene in which you don't make progress towards that goal, mark a condition. When you fulfill your goal, mark potential. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's like, you know, playing into Spider-Man's trauma all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, ah, I could do this. I got I can do this. I can do this. I can save. I can save them all. I can save. I can save. I can save Gwen. Nope. Damn condition. <laughs> oh, the hand web is so dumb. Um, mild mannered is the next one. Uh, when you try to use your civilian identity to deceive, trick, or slip past someone, roll plus mundane. On a hit, they buy your facade. On a seven to nine, choose one. You're still under observation. You leave something incriminating behind. You force to make a fool of yourself to sell it. Uh, or to sell it, yeah. <laughs> on a miss, one of your civilian uh, one of your civilian obligations rears its ugly head. Okay, and uh, that is that. That concludes it. We're done. We did it. Yeah, hey, it. We did it. so uh, one thing to remember when we are doing it uh, ever, I uh, can't always promise that I will catch it. Whenever you miss a roll, every single time you miss a roll, you always mark potential. Um, this is a kind of a cool game where you 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 gain experience by failing. There we go. And whenever you get five potential, you gain an advancement. And I want to hand this stuff out all the time. So if you're failing rolls, that's kind of like it sucks in the moment, but it's good in the long run because it means you're going to be leveling up faster. Mm, gotcha. There are other ways to gain um, uh, potential that can just be granted, but for the most part, they are almost always given when you miss a roll. Uh, and then uh, between episodes, I would you don't have to read them out, but have a look at your moment of truth and your team moves. Uh, moment of truth is something you'll have to unlock after you get your first advancement if you choose to. Um, I would say do that because it's a really good moment to have in the podcast. And uh, the team moves are whenever you share and triumphant celebrations with another team member uh just read about that you wouldn't necessarily have to read that out loud you could just have a scene and play into it and go like yeah it worked i got it and then you can just tell us what happened um 
uh, but those are little little things here. Uh, so next week, all four of you are returning to Phoenix Academy for the winter semester, and uh, we will uh, uh, we got our we got our teacher with uh, Mr. Amos, and uh, we've got. Uh, We've got a silver wolf chip on the shoulder. We've got some parents. We've got some doom. We've got some dark matter hurricanes to work out. So I'm going to connect all these dots. We're going to work out what that story is going to be in the next episode, part two of our run through masks this month. Until we meet again, I have been your Game Master, Justin Ecox, surrounded by my heroes, new and old. <laughs> uh, Leon Weinstein. And who are you playing? Uh, playing as Wisp. Adam Luker here, uh, playing Massel. Neil Tavares as the Boomerang Kid. Cassidy Twenty Love Chew playing Soul. See you next time, everyone. Be good to each other. Bye. Doodle. The Terrible Warriors has new episodes out every Tuesday, and next week we return with our campaign of masks for the month of December. As we mentioned, this game was chosen by you, our Patreon supporters. Head over to TerribleWarriors.com Patreon and look at this month's poll and let us know which game we should be playing next. Uh, support of any amount gives you access to the polls, but if you want to hear what the character creation was like for this game, you'll want to listen to our pre-gaming chat that we've also posted on our Patreon page for anyone at the $5 or higher level. Patreon.com slash TerribleWarriors is where you can find out more. You can follow us on Twitter at DiceWarriors and Masks, a new generation is published by Magpie Games. Check out the show notes for a link to the page. Buy the game yourself. Let them know the Terrible Warriors sent you. And your Terrible Warriors. We're going to put on their mask for the first time. They are Cassie Chu, Adam Luker, Neil Tavares, Leon Weinstein, and Game Master Justin Eacock. And we'll see you next time for our next chapter in Masks, A New Generation, right here on the Terrible Warriors. <laughs>